G.I. Joe Book episode 200 and 308. Number 2023-309 is next time. But now it's 308. We're talking the best of 2023. Paul has surtitled this episode Brains. Because we'll be talking about Cobra Zombies. But all that and more coming up in this awesome, exciting, super outrageous show called G.I. Joburg. My name is Stephen. I'll be playing your host tonight. But I got three friends with me. The first is right beside me. Rob is here. His friend number one. Maybe number two. Raring to go. And we are sharing an earpiece because there was a bit of audio bleed the last time we tried to have the two of us together and Paul in attendance. So we're going to be like conjoined twins. What are they called? Yeah. I'm Arnie. You're uh, Danny DeVito. (laughs) Of course. But we're not uh, just a a two-hander on Mm. this this fine adventure. We've got a friend called Paul. Oh. (laughs) There he is. There's our other two friends. Hey guys! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Clearly, we're having too much well. fun here in Cape Town. Oh, oh I like the new intro bits, guys. It's cool. It's amazing. Thank you. Uh, could do with a tweak. I don't know. I'm, I'm not mad about it. The other one had the three of us clinking a glass right, right at the end. That's hard to top. Mm. Um, so I might tweak it here and there. But for those of you listening to the audio-only version, yeah, this being a new year, I decided to. Redo the old yeah, introduction to the video. It. None of this means anything to you guys. You are always re- listening and not watching. But yeah, just in one case day you do. we'll describe it for you. Mm, just a smash cut of various visuals from the last year. Mm-hmm. Stuff we did, things we Strike, uh, shot. We did cheat though, because some of that happened this year. <sighs> oh man. Okay, we've got uh, some chats already. Ronnie, trick, trick shot. Dude, do you never sleep? Use it's work. very early in Australia right now. Well done. Uh, Emmanuel Gossot in uh, in France, I assume. Though you are oh. an international man of mystery. Could be anywhere. Um, WJ, as Stephen likes to say. <laughs> WJ. WJ. And Facebook yeah. user saying, Lekker boys. I, hey. I assume you're a South African then. Or he knows the lingos. He knows our lingos that we say. In Joey's. So our last show was a pre-record, which we mm. did hot on the heels of our episode before that. Three which six. means that we haven't chatted, the three of us, in Since a last year. good chunk of time. Actually. Yeah, Actually, first we, time we, we cheated. properly chatting this year. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What did you get up to for New Year's, buddy? What happened? Come on. I, um, I chilled. I kept it chill, no. um, I but it. I had to, like, my cat it's that is jealous. not a lap cat beca- became a lap cat because of all the fireworks up here in Joburg. Mm. So, well, that's why you're I'm on cat duty. What's, what's the cool horror movie, actually? Well, mm. a not bad horror movie called The Boogeyman. That was fun. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, I just, uh, just kept it chilled, man. It's I like had Boogie to. Nights. Otherwise, it's in the 60s. <laughs> no, it's not that kind 70s. of movie. 70s. 70s. But uh, yeah, no, I kept it chill. And you guys, what did you guys get up to? I slept very well. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a sleepy town called Sederstrand, which is absolutely deadbeat uh, part of South Africa, with one accolade in it being the, well, it's, it's close to Cape Gullis, which is the furthest southern, the most furthest southern point on the continent. Of so, Africa. Of Africa, yeah. So we were there way, way, way. Yeah, I thought so. 
Ah, right. Hey, Skolts. So our Facebook user saying Lekker Boys was Skolts for you. Hey. <laughs> He's jumped on the YouTube version. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it was Say the Strand. It was uh, very, very relaxing. Not a great deal going on. Um, a big holiday house where 12 members of my family could be comfortably accommodated. And each family unit had its own self-catering little part of this massive house with its own bathroom. Very important when you are waiting for uh, tweens, um, you know, almost teenage girls to get out of the damn shower. Kids take forever, don't they? I don't know. I, I, I can remember taking a long time. but. And I stood on a stingray. Oh, lucky. Yeah. I guess I did get lucky because, you know, doing the research after the fact, I realized you yes, could have died. That they have a yeah. spine that is venomous and potentially fatal to humans. But yeah, I definitely stood on a stingray. Oh, it was massive. Um, I was holding Elliot at the time. And I mean, you stand on this thing, it's, it feels slippery, but, but definitely alive. Um, <laughs> uh, and so scooted off past where my foot was. And then just to freaked me out a little bit more, came back around, gave me a little love tap. Aww. A little bump in the back of the Achilles tendon just to say, hey. Oof. By the way, it's my ocean. This is my turf. <laughs> Which, <laughs> He's like, it's funny, you're right? not Steve Irwin. Very could have easily been a statistic, just like a crocodile hunter. Yeah, just, just don't heck, step dude, in the tail, Stephen. That's that easy, as Shane says. Yeah, just thanks, don't thanks for, yeah. Uh, Dude, that is, Daniel Bernal that is, is representing Spain in the chat. Saludos desde España, muchachos. Saludos. Hey. <laughs> um, and uh, Figure Six Pack is here. And Shane Brayler. Happy New Year, Figure Six Pack. Thank you very much. Back at you, buddy. Uh, so we um, obviously haven't then talked about our Christmas swag, not nearly enough, because we were yeah, all soaked wow. up in chatting about the Havoc which was a toy that we decided to do a, a, a focus on in the focus. last episode, since the three of us finally all had one. So yeah, Paul, uh, no surprises, buddy. One of your Christmas items was the Havoc. What else did, you, what else did Santa bring you? Were you a good boy? What else? Oh. Okay, well, I mean, the only toys I got were from you guys, which is oh. super awesome, by the way, which was my Havoc. And I'm going to, like, it's weird. It's a, it's a Christmas birthday gift. Um... <laughs> So, I suppose it because I'm with... super cheap and I don't want to spend any money on shipping. <laughs> so, so you get your gifts as and when I can hand deliver them. <laughs> so I'm just going to hold up the front, front section of the maggot here because Steve got me one of these, but it also comes with a driver. We, uh, and I keep wanting, yeah. You want to call Damn him it, worms, I, don't you? That's no, that's what he's called. I, I wanted to call him a slug for some reason. I don't know why. Oh. But anyway, I got the worms driver as well. And he's so cool. So now I finally have one of these bad boys. And um, oh, thank you, my dude. So Christmas Hell was yeah. like the toy side of Christmas was GI Joe fold, which I'm very happy to report on. Mm. So what's <laughs> nice about those two is they seemed like, at least in that not too long ago mobile game, um, they were both like pitted against each other, the havoc and the the maggot. Yeah, I also like, kind of see, I see them as rivals. Yeah, 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 definitely. But I just remember they had very nicely tunified uh, animations Something of both vehicles. Something G.I. Joe? Is it that one? Hey! Uh, Happy no, New Year from it Tennessee! Was a dedicated G.I. Joe kind of oh. uh, strategy game. 
pay to pay to win one of those. That's a pay to win thing. It's like a you know, typical, like you know, one of those. Dirty. You that get coins good. and yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah, dude. Like, so I got those, which was like really cool, and yeah, I'm loving them. <laughs> so yeah, and Many and toys. you guys, what did you guys get? Because I know I have like half an idea of what you guys got, uh, but not like I don't have the full picture. Mm. Rob might take a a, a while to, to chat about. Well, I mean, the thing is, I can't name everything, unfortunately. Uh, but Stephen decided to get very creative with 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 my gift, so he gave me an entire box, a, a shoe box, and he basically filled it, and with, with GI Joes, and he um. He individually, well, I don't know if he did this. He probably did actually, because he's got that kind of like weird mindset. And they were very but he individually wrapped every single figure that was in there. Which I love so much. <laughs> that yeah, you did there, that. There was, there was definitely a lot of fun to unwrap. So it was kind of like, it's a very wide selection of mainly like 90s toys. Um, uh, Star Brigade was, was probably the biggest contingent from that. So I have an absolute ton of new Star Brigade figures now. Um, from the Duke to the Robo Joe, eh, Destro, and I got my bat back, the Bart <laughs> back. So Stephen gave me new toys, basically new toys, and he gave me back some of the toys that he forgot to give me back when when he gave me all my toys back two, two three years ago, three years ago at this point, two years ago. Gosh. Um, yeah, so an entire absolute box, absolutely like chock a block filled with like. Uh, Awesome 90s stuff. So I have a whole bunch of uh, hawks now, so that's kind of cool. Um, I have the hawk that that we, we decided should have been a flag, and we have the a flag that that should have been a hawk. Um, if you're scratching your head, uh, this <clears throat> actually is a theory from old G.I. Joburg uh, fan mm. and friend of ours, Dave Cabal, who keyed me into the fact that like the Battle Corps general flag looks a lot more like hawk, and the talking battle commander's General Hawk looks a lot more like the classic portrayal of Flag, yeah, who is always wearing glasses. It might also explain why he looks like he's been in the tan can. You know, Fla General Flag Battle Corps version looks a lot more approachable. Yeah. Looks like a direct, Absolutely. maybe a cold weather version of the bomber jacket 1986 Hawk. Anyway, Paul is showing off his Marujo again. <coughs> yeah, oh, sorry. Tiger I, Force. Tiger I also got Marujo. Was a figure from Paul, which is the um, Steel Brigade. Steel Brigade, yes. So it's a, reprodu a reproduction skill at Steel Brigade, but still absolutely amazing. Um, very, very cool figure. And now all three of us own a Steel Brigade. And look yeah. out for our. Mine's still on its way. We, oh, okay. <laughs> well, we, we technically all three of us own. So when Paul gets his, expect us to do um, cool file cards. Oh, yeah. Our, our yeah. Although we did kind of do that cool file card episode once upon a time as well, so I think Rob we, might have been absent for that one. Probably not there. Oh, so wait, no, 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 no. The file card one when we did custom dossiers for yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. no, he was definitely yes. around for that. I was there for that. Robo Rob. Uh, got a bit of an interesting uh, talking point that I've noticed in the chats. Mm. Troy Smith comes in strong, saying that he prefers the maggot. To the his tank. Whoa! Is there anyone else? Is there anyone to else with that? Uh, get behind gonna, him and, and charge on gonna, that onto that hill. With them on that. Uh, let's let's, that let's sound off in the chats right now. Is it his? Is it maggot? 
Let's see it. While you're doing that, we are oh, we got someone from Transcarpathia. That's so cool. Nice. And we got a, quite a few guys from Tennessee. Um, yeah, because we yeah, went it's there, like taking me back. Yeah, us, they're like, hey, it's those guys from Africa. Cool. In fact, I'm gonna chime in by saying that mm -hmm. from Paul via Skoltz, Mr. Skoltz Free, <laughs> who's in the chat, who so just finished drilling out a stripped screw, I believe. I got a gold head steel brigade black Very major. Cool. Amazing. This is the closest I'll ever come to owning a gold head. No, I'm not dropping any hints, Bergforce. I know you're <laughs> way too generous already. Uh, I don't want a super rare figure. I like the fact that I can play with this gold head with uh, reckless abandon. The only detractor, if I'm to be perfectly honest, is the fact that he comes with the bloody movie logo on his shoulder. On his bicep, I should say. That is weird. weird. <coughs> Maybe he weird, did that. Cool. Makes maybe he, maybe that was done on purpose to kind of stop people from being naughty, you know? Yeah. Yes and no, buddy, because the the regular Steel Brigade has the Steel Brigade patch, proper patch, whereas the Gold well, then, has the movie thing. I don't know. It's it's just a sticky thing that not no, many people would be. No, it's too probably, you know, so you're not like... And there's something weird, maybe it's just because of the build of a Black Major, but the head wiggles, and it's supposed to be just a swivel. So but we, that was something any... interesting I think you mentioned on the um, the other version, the one that I have as well. Oh, yeah. His head is way... But it's not wiggly. It's more like it can, it's more of like a ball joint. I don't have... It's going to be a great for... I could... I could, I could, could solve this right now. Crack him open. To be continued. It's going to be great for play Ooh. motion then. This is going to be like... I can move! You know? <laughs> uh, Bollywood version. Santara says, I sent away for my steel brigade about a year before the gold head one would have been released. If only I dragged my feet a little longer. Oh. Well, you know, true Jaja fans, fans don't drag their feet. Look, we to be honest, Santara, if, unless you were wanting to like <laughs> make a future investment, I think the standard steel brigade is the Actually one you... looks... Yeah. Yeah, it looks better. I think they... No, I think they both look cool. They have their own, you know, sort of aesthetics and like... They both have their own charm. Cool. The gold yeah, head one I is kind so. of... I, I, I always... I feel like the gold head one is one we have a stronger connection with because of the offer, or at least the offer that I had was for the gold head one um, on the little flyer that I have. Mm. I filled out. Incredible. It was the gold head one. So that's how I know... Yeah. You know things. You know Skoltz is like, where can I send a pic to? I'm like... <laughs> we don't want to see your uh, pics, WhatsApp. <laughs> send, send, it, send it to me on WhatsApp. Maybe I can hoi it up WhatsApp. here somehow. Well, he did mention he, he that the quality seems better than the Satan one, though. Oh. So yeah, and the Satan, I thought, was a damn good figure. And if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, Satan, Satan, however you want to... It's this guy, which yes. I have been keeping... Close to me. Sorry about the ah, this webcam doesn't like to focus. There we go. So that's a, basically a red ninja. You saw him in our most recent play motion, so Air Commando. In fact, you actually saw this one. No. Ah, yes. In yeah. The that's actually, a specific figure. Yeah. I'm not done yeah. talking about new shit though. Whoa, the Christmas swag. Well, wow, you got me something great, Rob. This is how well what? Rob knows me. So Rob works in a comic book store. So. You, no That's surprise. How well he knows me. He, he's gonna. He's gonna yeah, get you a job paper. at a comic book store just for Steve. That's why. <laughs> he's so happy. No, no, no. <laughs> this is what kills me. Not only did he get me some choice books, and we'll talk about exactly what they are, but he knows me well enough to know that I can't 
turned bagged and boarded. <laughs> I don't want to have to worry about peeling off like tape. Yeah, Rob, I love bagged and boarded. I, I know for not. sure. I know, Paul. Don't worry. If I send you anything, they'll be like. So he put it in his shop's <laughs> standard brown paper bag, Reader's Den, comic book go. shop, comic shop, I should say. Which uh, is much have... nicer than a certain other comic shop's stupid sticker that they slap on there. Anyway, carry yeah. on. Um, he gave me the boards, sort of loose in well, the bag, yeah, so just as a more safe, very Ooh. safe. But the Technics. comics themselves, loose. Ready to read, ready to crack the spine of on my <laughs> beach holiday. I am so delighted. That is just mwah, chef's kiss. Thank you, Rob. And what did he get me, ladies and gentlemen? I have no idea. G.I. Joe number one, the Skybound edition, which does the correction to the line by Larry Harmer. The, um, our job is to do the unspeakable and be forgotten. Chilling stuff. Well, there you go. And then the two impossible. Tom Scholey books. Well, it's the same book. It's two issues of Fantastic Four Grand Design. And you can see it's just dripping with G.I. Joe design because I love... you look at the, the typeset on Grand oh, Design. Man. That is absolutely I love the offset and stuff as well. It's so cool. Dude, these books make me so sad that they, <laughs> that they botched the Fantastic Four's cinematic adventures so badly or they came at a time before the mcu had really gathered steam because as you find out in these books which are basically anthology books they are tom shirley's retelling of all the all the hits of like the marvel age adventures mm. the fantastic four had their fantastic limbs in everything everything they were like the anchor points of the marvel universe of the 60s and into the early 70s yeah, marvel so family, all bro. that amazing intergalactic interdimensional all the Marvel Age introduction Music characters, galactic. all of the connective tissue is interwoven with the Fantastic Four. And so to have them, to have this linchpin of the MCU totally absent from it is tragic. Yeah, it's a, it's a loss of the modern age. But hopefully they'll fix that soon. I don't know. I think the ship might have sailed for comic book movies in general. Oh, shots fired. Oh, well, I mean, nice. now we can look forward to bad ones. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when um, we used to be at a, a roll of the dice? Like for every yeah. blade, you got a Batman and Robin. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And then for a while, yeah. it was just really good. You know, now it's all Batman movie, and Robin. A DC movie. <laughs> <laughs> now it's like they stick to that formula and the formula is tired. So we yeah. get I mean, dude, Aquaman, oh, an Aquaman that nobody saw. I saw the Aquaman trailer when I went to go watch Godzilla minus one. Okay. And I I couldn't even like stomach that. I was like, wow. no. I'm like, this is. Mm -mm. I'm done with this. I'm like, I'm so done. Like, please, just God, no, no more. Just stop it. Amber Heard. Uh, Amber Deaf. <laughs> Amber Heard. Amber Heard in this movie. Um, I still got new stuff. I still oh, got new stuff. Yeah, carry on, carry on. Tell us all the new stuff. Hey, Gary. What I, what I, what I do been? to ensure that there's always some G.I. Joe toys under the tree, <laughs> I go to my local Cape Town-based uh, vintage store and pick out some selections of things that I want or lack or have an interest, passing interest in. Um, typically G.I. Joe stuff. So I, I had that GoBots bent a while back. And I, I text message pictures of it all to Kim and have her decide which one I should have the shopkeeper then secretly put into my bag so I don't see it. And then he just charges me at the till. Um, 
This time I had Rob with me. No, lucky. Yeah, last year Kim picked out a Budo. This year, Rob picked out, and I want to pick his brain as to why he selected these various mm. items. It's the Cobra Machine Gun Nest. That's cool. Come on, solo layout. There you go. Yeah, very cool. Uh, the motor is burnt out, but I mean, this of all the motorized action packs, I believe this one burns out the quickest. At least that's what Form BX257's review. No, it was actually half the battle timmer. He did a a separate review on this item only. Mm. Um, so yeah, that is, but it's still cool, and I do think that this is one of the um, icons, one of the um, pixel Absolutely weapons. Huge. I mean, you can definitely ignore it as a as kind of like a wind up toy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely got enough play value just as a as a as a as a gun emplacement. But I think that in the GI Joe video game, the Nintendo game. This is featured quite heavily. It's just like a yes. a station that you destroy, and then the baddie operating it sort of charges forward and tries to kill mm. you. Which, um, which to my eye, always looked like a Toxo Viper. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's this one featured, and I also want to get the the rocket station because I think that also is in the game. Amazing how that game has sold me toys that I otherwise would have no inclination towards getting. Um, why did you get that for me, Rob? Why did you select <coughs> that? Because it was so big. It was like the biggest of the small things, I thought. Um, and it looked really cool, you know? And it has all its included uh, detachable parts, like the front yeah. armor piece. It has good stickers, the two legs that sort of deploy and on the other side. And it looked more useful there. than a lot of the other motorized things you own already, so... <laughs> very cool, very unique. Here's the one I'm Next envious up. of. Oh, yeah, yeah. I oh, love the next this pack, one. Dude. This one is coming up. This the is Cobra my favorite. Helicopter pack. Hey. Yep, from that's the one. It's very love cool. this pack. Done up in so awesome fang colors of black and red. Um, Rob, why did you select this? one? So I chose that one because you you were moaning about how your the one that you owned already was broken. So it was a uh, a, a donation from a friend at the tender age of eight years old after he had trashed it. Like, both the control sticks were snapped off. Both of the like, sort of gun turrets were snapped off. Um, but I still cherished it off. anyway. It was such a fun little thing. You could still pop the dude on it, and he could still kind of fly around. I I loved that feature with the backpack, you know, with the, the backpack. Oh. So you can, yeah, if you have the yeah, backpack, kind of like you can down. move it down, yeah. I think that was so clever. Like that, that. Yeah, I think that is carry it on your back. Very cool, very very cool. Hell yeah. And lastly, the GI Joe goodness it stops here with real good. The armadillo mini tank, the 1985 green one. Yay! What was your thinking on this, big boy? Um, it looked better than the one that I own, so <laughs> I was like, you, you know, you seem to like it. I think it's pretty shitty, but that's... <laughs> that's what friends weird, are for. It's a weird little tank with like four cannons that go nowhere. Like, how does it even load the... I don't know. If you like it, you're more than happy to have it. Why not? Uh, it's at that point where, like, I've collected everything that you I have like everything. and really want. <clears throat> and now it's a case of like, yeah... Mm, you know, like it's, little niches. I, it's I get classic it. G.I. Joe. You know, and you're kind of like on a, on a, on a mission to finish the uh, motorized things, so... Why not? I don't know. Three. I, I, I want to get the motorized packs that I have nostalgic connection to that were kind of advertised in catalogs that I had access to. But when it comes to the armadillo, I guess it's because I'm watching a lot of Sunbow. 
It has a great feature in The Spy Who Rooked Me. Uh, at one point, I think, like, Cross Country and Flint um, are actually pushing this, and Dial Tone are actually able to, like, like push a tank. Wow. Must be pretty light. Uh, while Lady J is at the controls. Um, hey, Paul. Wait, hey. Wait. <laughs> <Coach> <laughs> Catching flies. Um, yeah, I am. What can I say about Hungry. the armadillo that hasn't been said before? I think it's certainly the weakest of Green. the budget vehicles. Like, give me a, a, a Skyhawk or a Fang. Pulverizer. <laughs> yeah. Pulverizer, I think, gets even slightly higher price point than this. Why? Oh, a higher price point. I thought you almost said praise. I was like, I do I like the armadillo more, more than the pulverizer if you're going to compare <coughs> them side by side. But that's primarily oh. got to do with the fact that, like, at least the gunner position or the driver position, whoever's controlling this thing, gets to sit really low down into it. Yeah, so he's probably a lot safer than um, you would be in the pulverizer. Because you don't see them anymore, but I, I, you know those plastic balls that you used to have, like, that used to be in, like, pick and pay and whatever's in game, and it had, like, a picture of, like, a superhero printed on it? In my case, the best memory I have was one with the X-Men on. Yeah, that is better oh, than the pulverizer. That's better. <laughs> Even when my dog Caesar chewed it and it went flat, I enjoyed that more than a pul- than I probably would a pulverizer. I'm just putting that out there. Because at least right, I can play with my dog. Pulverizers. Sorry, but yeah, Sorry. you're wrong. And carry on. <laughs> does not endorse pulverizers. <laughs> sure, shit, we don't. I mean, sure as <laughs> shoot, we don't. <clears throat> um algorithm anyway um <laughs> i feel like i feel like I, well then Don't i should have mentioned we probably get about 25 cents each uh, podcast oh. so yay swear all you want youtube can't hurt us now i was gonna um another thing that i was gonna mention um you know with the whole because uh, i just thought we were gonna focus on gi joe stuff <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. um no my family and celia did sort of band together 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 and they got me this um a, you know akira the mango um yeah, so i've got they got me the yeah volumes yeah four and five of akira the volumes the mango ah, so that's really almost cool done. It's almost yeah i think i just need one more i think it's mm-hmm. i can't i i keep thinking it's seven for some reason but anyway six. yeah so that's it's awesome and i've got a really cool yeah oh there we go yeah and then there's uh <laughs> they got me a really cool friday the 13th poster as well of the first Ooh. movie which is that Silhouette of the killer, and then uh, it's sort of like a vignette uh, of the of a killer silhouette, and then it's got the camp in the background. It's really cool. Oh, I, love how I just want to get a nice frame to mount. You're trying house. not to spoil a 50 year old movie. That's that's very really sweet, Paul. Well, the killer uh, is on the poster. The killer, dude, dude. Some people still don't know who the original killer is in the first Friday the Thirteenth. It's Whoa. it's cool. <laughs> you know, go watch that movie. Yeah. Go watch. Steve oh, doesn't. Okay, Steve, well, Steve doesn't. Watch it tonight. Okay. Yeah, you guys oh, gotta watch that. Man tonight, dude. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's show time. <laughs> <laughs> guys, just quickly on the topic of like cool stuff to watch before we like move into the cool stuff that we've read. Um, yeah, Running Man's on um on Netflix now, which is like super great and it's a cool film. But there's this series called The Brother's Son on Netflix. It's really, really good. Um, I just want to say it's got a lot of kung fu in it, a lot of martial arts in it, a lot of good humor, a lot of like Asian culture stuff in it. It's really fun. You guys should check it out. I think you guys mm. will enjoy it. Mm. I don't know. And if that's we what I'm going to say. Hard and fast um, top five outlined, but I think 
as a year in review, maybe it would be useful to talk about our favorite films of 2023. Wow. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yes. Definitely. Sorry to ambush you like oh, this. I uh, fortunately have a letterboxed account, thanks to uh, the the fellas of Talking Joe, version one, <laughs> Chief and Ben. Uh, they made quite a meal of letterboxed on, well, their second podcast, Out of Timers. Um, they yeah, ha- they had a letterboxed challenge. They were trying to do 200 films in a calendar year. Whoa. And uh, I think by the, by the stroke of midnight, 2022... Um, yeah, Ben had had managed to achieve it. Uh, Chief had thrown in the towel and uh, nicely done, Ben. Had a bit of a funk about the the whole thing as a result. Like it's destroyed my love Very of movies. Very good. Yeah, never want to watch another film again. I mean, yeah, if you if you are at a deficit and you're tr- trying to play catch up, you're like, okay, which movie has the lowest runtime? Just so I can rack a, rack a, a notch <laughs> on my belt score. Ah, good job, Project Dark Horse. Unfortunately, for whatever reason, Facebook uh, does not share the usernames of people watching us. You have to go into a more, you know, give give Facebook permission to give your... It's like a whole thing. It's Robert Kalupatan who was on Facebook, and Ben of... Smashed it. He he completed... Well, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe... 250! That's that's pretty good. That's more than one... Okay, well, I was going to say this. More than one a day, because obviously they're 250 days in a year. Yes, listeners, it's true. <laughs> ben from the Out of Timers loves his films. Uh, oh, yes, but he does add that the trauma remains. Two hundred and fifty. Well, you probably had to watch like months. Cyborg Two and and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there can't be that. I mean, there can't be two or more than two hundred good movies. Like, really. I am struggling to like be disciplined enough to sit down and watch a film. I think the. Mm the uh, immediate satisfaction of like a YouTube video, something that you could pick up and it'll be complete in like 15 minutes or 20 minutes, is the allure is too strong. Like a film is such a big commitment of time. Yeah, I time absolutely so agree short. with that. It, We're it, too it, fickle. Although the funny thing is time's so short, but then you, you end up watching thumbs, like guys. a whole bunch of those those short you know, videos. Well then, Paul, what was your favorite uh, films yeah, of 2023? Yeah, you start. It sounds like you've, you've Okay, like favorite films of this year. In no particular order, but I will probably put a bit of a spotlight on some more than others. Okay, loved the new uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that came out. Thought that was super <laughs> rad. Really, really. In fact, it was so nice. I watched it twice, so I really enjoyed Ew. that. How dare you! Um, I kind of enjoyed Into the uh, Across the Spider Verse, but I wasn't as blown away by it as everybody else was. But it was a good film, nonetheless. <coughs> um, yeah, that was a weird one because, like, was w- I went in knowing that that was the part one of two parts. Mm-hmm. So, but even knowing that, there came a point in the movie, and I checked the time, and I was like. There's not enough time to wrap this the plot of this film up in the amount of time that's left over. So like it felt mm. it felt very abrupt the ending ending of the second movie. I was like, Ugh. and guys, I don't know why, but I keep thinking did did Ghostbusters come out last year? Yes. Afterlife. <laughs> yes. Okay. Twilight. Afterlife. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Afterlife yeah. is definitely something I enjoyed. Ago. Enjoyed quite a bit, <laughs> and um, Godzilla minus one. Uh, I think the the thing is Godzilla Minus One was such a great film that it kind of eclipsed everything else I watched um, last year. Like it was so you like can't the biggest. You remember your last, your fifth movie? Oops. Well, yeah, that's so the good. thing. I'm like, I'm trying to think. There was like, there was there was a lot of good films I watched this year, but some of them were like old films that I'd like seen 
either for the first time or just watched again and really enjoyed them. Um, mm. There was that Dario Argento film that I watched um, the remake of. Ugh. And it's with all of the dancers. And I can't um, even remember the damn name. But that was really cool. Suspiria. There we go. Suspiria yeah. was really good. Yeah, but I would say those like... Soundtrack, of course, it's going to be good. It, that's the thing. And it's got such a cool piece of music. Oh, it's really, really good. But anyway, yeah. Like, let's just say my top four films then were Godzilla Minus One, TMNT, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and... Crap, there goes oh, my brain again. Afterlife was in 2022. <coughs> but okay, we'll accept. <laughs> it just, yeah, it lasted into 2022. Couldn't stop thinking about it. What else was in 2023, man? Like, there was like there was a lot of good films that Flash. came out this year. I'm just struggling. I didn't watch that. I, I know, me neither. It bombed. Not many people did. But someone did. Steven. <laughs> well, this dovetails <laughs> with my top five toys of 2023 Whoa, okay. ocean common so rider yes thank you moonlight sorry sorry that was yes. actually also a film i really Man enjoyed this year out. carry on carry on you forgot about <laughs> shin common rider and you forgot about um the other shin shin godzilla i watched that a while that ago that's amazing love that, that film. Was good. Oh, that was yeah. good apparently yeah boyos so i will be forever i mean unable to ever watch this movie again because it has been so torn to shreds subsequent to me watching it but um oh. i really enjoyed watching flash the flash this year uh maybe it's because i was as i say in an emotionally vulnerable state i was like <laughs> i need cinema to pull me out of this funk parenting is so hard um so i took myself off to the movies i also took my batman my keaton batman action figure and one of the flashes and they are the, the 118 scale versions that that came with the scale batmobile and mm. they sat with me and we had a reclined seat Deep bucket of popcorn, massive soda that I think I mixed a few too many different flavors. Like there was lime, <laughs> lime and vanilla and blackberry. It was, yeah, it was it was something else. But um, famously, The Flash was a box office dud uh, and critically dumped on. And 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 you know, critics do decry that it is everything that is wrong in the superhero genre to date, all rolled into one monstrosity. Um, but even so, not only did I enjoy it, but I learned the other day that in spite of its box office taking a big dump, the merchandising on this film pushed it past the line. So I was part of that monstrosity. I, I, I did. And as a result of all of these factors and more, my number five best action figure of 2023 is in fact that 118 scale Keaton Batman. Hmm. It is... Hmm somewhat of a mythical thing that we live in a time where my favorite batman look has finally appeared in my favorite scale and not a five poa piece of shit he is fully <laughs> articulated he can sit comfortably in a batmobile that he came with and that i got him on special for 30 australian in. dollars two figures in a vehicle are you crazy he's he's perfect Apparently. he's got a keaton likeness He's got the black suit. The cape is cloth, which is lovely because previous Spin Master Batman capes have been this crappy, like, I don't know. It looks like Plastic a... Plastic like, No, it's the material that you would have a ribbon made out of. You know, in a uh, rhythmic, oh, that rhythmic acrobatic yes, yeah. uh, ribbon. That stuff. That's awful. Junk. <clears throat> this doesn't look good. 
Anyway, great action figure. Love it. Shall I keep can't believe, I can't believe <coughs> I forgot to mention Dial of Destiny. I actually really enjoyed Dial I, of Destiny. I know everybody's oh, yeah, like, I mean, I mean, Dial of Destiny. I, I thought it was okay. I thought it was thought it was good. And yes, see, I missed Barbie no, and I missed Oppenheimer. Movie doesn't mean you can't like it, you know? No, exactly I, that, right? I think G.I. Joburg speaks for the everyman because all the YouTube channels we watch dump on these films, all the critics dump on these films, but us, the Joe Schmoes, who like to eat oh. a lot of popcorn and just escape the world for a while, don't seem to mind them so much. You guys really are the regular men. Mm. And, and in dudes, that vein, I, I am yeah. very pissed off that I watched Oppenheimer instead of Barbie that weekend. Because I watched Barbie on the plane, and may I just say, I, uh, I, I'm a Ken, baby. I love this film. It really was so... I would have loved... Charming. Yeah, man. Dude, I missed out on it because it was super... Uh, and Guardians 3. There we go. That's another great movie I watched this year. That was actually the best. Dude. That was so yeah. good. But Very Barbie good. and Oppenheimer, I missed completely because just that, that block when it arrived in the year was just unbelievably busy for me. Like... Yeah, I would have fallen asleep in cinema had I gone and seen those. Like, that's how I was just trashed. <laughs> Oppenheimer was a so, yeah. slog and had none of the fun elements that um, Chris Nolan is known for. So that, that's that's why a simpleton like me didn't didn't really connect with it. But the performance were all the performances were all you know career bests. Um, Gary Oldman is amazing, and he shot for it. Gary day. Oldman. Well, yeah. well, he has to do, really. Oh, he shows thanks. up, he gives you an Oscar-worthy performance. It's one scene, but it's the, it's the greatest like moment for me, at least. You know, it's that firm slap of reality in amongst all this heady, I don't know, very academic... Top Gun was 2022, hey. Yeah, it was. Yes, but they stretched yeah. that one out, man. That, that was filmed pre-COVID, and they just kept delaying, <laughs> delaying, delaying. And um, Dune is this year, so that's cool. Yes, and Robbie, which should have been out Christmas time, but has been bumped because of the, the writer's strike to February, yeah. I believe. Anyway, look at which us, is okay. Writers, you guys strike, you get that, you get your well, money. You I get what didn't you watch a lot I of movies that. last year. I'm really struggling to remember stuff that I watched. Um, Guardians, surely? No, no, I didn't. I didn't watch a single Marvel movie last year. I didn't watch a single DC movie. I, I think I watched the the Batman came out last year, didn't it? Yes. 2023? No, 2022. Oh, fuck. 22. Sorry, buddy. It's like you blinked and 2023 disappeared. Insane. Then I can only really name, I'm pretty sure I watched the first Jack Reacher movie with Tom Cruise last year, 2023. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. It was absolutely really good. I mean, the thing is, I think a lot of people do complain about him being not big enough for the role, but it's more about an attitude, and he really brings out the attitude of the character to the role and to the film. Um, we, yeah, that's weirdly enough the only movie I can remember watching last year. I want to say Ghost Ghostbusters, but I know I, that we we've established that didn't come out last year. <laughs> Good lord, I I think I've watched hardly any movies actually, or or I did, but they're so forgettable that I've forgotten them. <laughs> Oops. We have a live uh, selfie taken by Ben Flying Retro. Yay! And he is uh, absolutely a Ken as well. Yay. I am enough. Is that Aww. a is that a Udi? That it is looks very comfy. Cool. Um, I want a hoodie like that. Yeah. Um, films, films, films. Not I, I want to get off the film tip again. I think so. Let, let, let's move on. My like, buddy you know. Mike sent me my number four favorite toy of the year. Whoa. The core. Uh, it's called Sky Knight. Badger. 
Wow. Oh, oh no, it's Sky Strike. This is the Sky Strike version, superior to the Sky Knight. It is a wonderfully anachronistic smash-up of like a, a sort of a early jet era, sort of second generation um, silver jet with the P-41 Mustangs, kind of canopy and tail fin, tail uh, vertical stabilizer. There you go, that's the word. I did a review on it. If you are so inclined, check it out. It's it's a lot of fun. And it's made by Lenard, guys. Lenard's quality or design ethos is all over the map. Sometimes it's yeah. it looks like absolute junk that you'd expect from expect from the other guys. Expect from the generic toy makers. And then sometimes they blow the barn doors off with this thing, which has you know transparent canopy, which is something that a lot of G.I. Joe planes at this price point failed to have. It's got electronic sounds and no, not sounds, but lights. And not only does it have a lights up gun barrel, pair of gun barrels, but they pulsate in and out. So it's mechanized. Mm. And that's a feature that Elliot just can't get enough of. <laughs> he's running around the house all the time, just shooting me. Yeah. He's like, look, my engine, daddy. That's not your engine, son. Those are your pair of machine guns. Um, yeah, beautiful toy. And shout outs to Mike, my buddy who lives just outside of Brisbane. We absolutely need to have another round of drinks because, yeah, the amount of enjoyment that I've gotten out of this toy, I owe you one. Big one, brother. Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyone want to talk about a favorite toy or should I just keep going? <laughs> Ooh, favorite toy for me this year was uh, actually just a really great surprise pickup that happened during Comic-Con. Rob, you were there. It's mm-hmm. the uh, White Tiger Power Ranger. Um, from Bandai, it's the SH Figure Arts. Very, very cool toy. Actually, does have Tommy's head, so it's kind of an interesting release because they Bandai did a figure that's got the American actor's likeness in the packaging, as opposed to, and I'm so glad they didn't do the kid. But I'll reach. Uh, it's this guy over here. It's not a 2023 release by any means. It's just I found it in 2023. It made me very very happy because i don't intend to own many power ranger figures in my life and i love this i love this um version of it and i love this character so yeah that was one of my favorite pickups for this year definitely or for last year and um yeah it's uh, inspired another power ranger purchase which i'm sure everybody will see soon enough (laughs) and i gotta put it uh, back up i i I can't believe we've neglected to, to mention that uh this year we saw a, a Mission Impossible film, which was quite gripping. Oh, the Mission Impossible! I watched that. That was fantastic. Dealing with the the, the dangers of AI and it being oh, most. Oh my god! Why did I forget that? Okay, yeah, that that, that was, was one of the movies I watched. Pretty good. Pretty Hell yeah. good. Okay. I'm going to drop in of uh, the number three on the list, and it's a recent pickup. Whoa! Uh oh! Whoa! Here it comes! It's the UK version of the Havoc. Ooh. Just in case you didn't get it. Raphael Havoc. Week. Yeah, nice. Raphael Havoc with the red accents, not the orange. Um, love this thing, man. Uh, very happy to have it. It's uh, it's kind of turned turned me onto the Havoc more than the the American release did. Now it seems to make sense in my collection a little bit more. Um, and yeah, it's just a whole lot of fun. If you want to hear us wax about this thing for like an hour, just on the Havoc, uh, just flick back in your podcast player one episode. Yeah. Check out episode 307. It's even got the title Havoc. You can't go wrong. Title Havoc. You can't, you, can't, you can't make a mistake when trying to find this thing. 
you can't you can't you can't make a mistake and that takes me up to three toys (laughs) absolutely insane damn dude number two is uh, the fact that it's just the law of attraction but we can all agree that the battle android trooper from 1986 is a fiddly toy and commands a, a premium price but i have Army built them this year. <laughs> How many do you own now? I now have six. What? That's... Wow. And I thought I was lucky when I said I had two. The best part. Wow. I haven't paid more than 20 US dollars for any of them. <laughs> now, that is a, that is not a humble brag. That is a brag brag. But uh, let me mm, just Ew. temper that by saying a lot of them had missing stickers, lenticulars. A lot of them came with no attachment parts. Some of them came with a lot of pieces. Some of them came with nothing. Um, some were donations. Some I lucked into in a lot. Uh, some were at a toy market and the guy just didn't know what he had. So, lucky me. But I have probably subsequently spent more in completing them. Uh, certainly the reproduction lenticular chest piece um, don't come cheap. Certainly less than I would pay for an original. But, like, that can easily double your spend. You know, Pay, pay $15 for the figure and then pay another 15 for the damn sticker. You're suddenly thinking like, wow, that is a valuable little piece. Hmm. Um, but six, guys. Six bats. Never thought I'd... I'd... You're an army builder. That's insane. Like... They do look hell of a good <laughs> on uh, the number one toy. Or should I call it number one and two? Because it's a twofer. The Terradrome and Firebat. <laughs> 2023 will Busted. be forever remembered as the year of <laughs> Steve's Terradrome. Uh, I have these wonderful, like, high points on my my trajectory of collecting. And uh, this is definitely the blip, the, the bullet on the, the 20, 2023 year. Um, just an astonishingly good deal locally. And boy, did I burn it to get there. It's about 20 minutes away. And the lady who was selling it to me said that there were two other people beating her door door down for it. <laughs> but I, I scooped it up um, and ha- I couldn't Listen. be quicker to hand her the cash. Um, fortunately, I had that lying around, which is unusual. Don't ever keep much cash. But like, it's a freaking terradrome. I, I kind of made peace with the fact that like, I'm not going to go after this piece. But it's... But there it is. It's just the cherry on top, my dude. Fell in my lap, man. And it's... No more It's been played with, but it's all there. Yeah. One or two broken tabs that I have mended, but like all the doors, all the cannon tips, all the wall portions, all the blue stuff, all the stickers, like everything was there. Even some extras. What the hell? Insane. And now it's, it's manned by six bats. Six bats, six vipers, nine snow serpents. Flea markets, man. I just pick up loose figures with no accessories because... Because you're crazy like that. Uh, I figure six pack, yeah, I think I did the same thing. He accidentally broke his 25th anniversary fire bat. I think I did the same thing. I packed it away and uh, I think one of that little wingtips or something snapped off. Mm, oh, no. It can be reinserted. No, no, I think it snapped off. Uh, <laughs> it's actually it snapped. It's like, blah. It's ruined, ruined and dead. But at least it's a 25th anniversary one. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, at this point, I mean, all that stuff is as well not as vintage, but I mean, it is. It's I mean, it's getting up twenty there. years old. Yeah, the twenty fifth anniversary was twenty, f- well, fifteen years ago. Yeah, 
Frightening. 2007. 2007. That's yeah. It's do the math. Nineteen years ago. Yeah. Nineteen. Oh, okay. Good. Good math, brother. Mm-hmm. But yes. Okay, Gary Gussigoro. Uh, like, let's not lose sight of the fact that being a vintage toy collector immediately ups your game in terms of mending broken toys. It is a mm. reality that we all face. We're all needing to just up our super glue foo and yeah a little bit of baking advice. soda glue, really? okay i didn't know that that acts as a filler oh okay yeah, actually it creates a very good people. weld mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a weld that you can in fact then sand down you know, just uh, to kind of smooth it okay i'm gonna give it a shot why not why not where do you get so, bacon? the grocery shop okay so like not to slow things down too much a, oh, no. a, a cool figure that I got uh, that I picked up this year or that came my way this year is a classified. In fact, a lot of these are going to be classifieds because Whoa. they constitute a lot of the newer toys that I got this year. And the first one is keeping us uh, Tunnel Rat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's classified Tunnel Rat. He's really cool. He's uh, always one of my favorites it. of this year. Yeah, he's flying. Normally, I have him like you know he's like creeping. He's like uh, he's lying down, creeping down passages. He like is no he. <laughs> I just dig him because I feel like they got a really great face sculpt on him. It feels very um, kind of like I want to say yeah. kind of comic book feeling, uh, a comic book accurate feeling, if that makes sense. It's it's just good. It's got that bit of that Larry Hama look to it as well. Um, I think the other side of it, the one side of this figure that I don't know. Uh, I don't know if a lot, how many people will agree with me on this. He's got amazing gear, but it just seems completely impractical for what he does. You know, he's got that massive machine gun. That's he's got the huge backpack. Been Rats thing, man. Thing. Yeah, and so, like, so this. But it's more entertaining that way. You know? Yeah, so this this toy's got the same flaws um, as the original. If you want to look at those as flaws, um, uh, you know, but hey, he's that. great. No, let's talk about this. You call them flaws, I call them gear. You're in the field, you're not going to be sneaking through tunnels all the time. That is his no, role dude, I get when, that. They, when they reach an enemy tunnel. But you've got to slog through a lot of jungle to get there. You know, and if you take the, the, the Vietnam trope as your play pattern with Tunnel Rat, he's getting dropped in by Chopper with the platoon. He's moving through the heavy brush. He's hiking for hours before they get into, you know, an area of, of previous contact and they need to have him root out some enemy tunnel formation. That's when he mm-hmm. drops his ruck and goes in with a knife in his teeth and a revolver you in his You could almost hands. argue he has the most realistic gear. Because most of the Joes come with exceptionally tiny backpacks. But they're made no, for no. fun, I guess. Well, he's made for <laughs> realism. Anyway, like, real. I don't have a problem with that. I think it's cool. I was just, uh, I'm just, you know, uh, I You're took the temperature of, of the, the general Toyverse. Another great one this year for me was Shipwreck. Very excited That's when right, they announced Shipwreck, Shipwreck as a classified Joe. <laughs> I'm, yeah, oh. Polly is annoying on this figure. It keeps falling off. Um, and somewhere he, he Polly is somewhere um, on my. <laughs> this is actually would be my right. Somewhere he's somewhere there, or she's somewhere there. But yeah, I really like this. I feel like they nailed it. They got a lot of um, classifieds. Always annoying me with this stupid ab split crunch thing. I really hate it. Um, don't know why they would just do away with it as a general feature. But whatever's who cares. Uh, but yeah, shipwreck is great. I like the the face sculpt. I'm happy with the toy. I love the character. It's good to have, um, for me, classified as about this. You know, you get your, char- your favorite characters in this size. 
especially for me, who's somebody who still really enjoys three, three quarter inch scale figures. It's nice to just have some big ones of your favorites. Um, and speaking of favorites, this bad boy who came to me by way of Ryan, right? Oh, Mr. Wow. Ryan Sweeney. Who Tiger is Force. that bad boy? It is <laughs> Tiger Force. No, I'm glad you, I, I set it up so that you would ask. You know, I wanted a bit of drama on this one. This was intentional. Um, Tiger Force Outback. I absolutely love this uh, version of him. And I love the classified version of him. And I would even go as far as to say that I prefer the Tiger Force version over the, the regular release. Because I feel the regular release's face is not as cool. It's not as badass looking as this one is. He's just so hardcore. I love this toy. And... And I know some people don't love the the new Tiger shirt. I'm cool with it. Whatever's this is an uh, is an amazing toy. Uh, more of this, please, uh, Hasbro, because this I feel you nailed this. And then um, I don't want to bore everybody with like endless amounts of classified releases, but uh, second last is Low Light. I I was genuinely very excited about the fact that low light was coming out like i guys you're gonna laugh at me i kind of forgot that they'd done a classified of him and then i got a notification from big bad toy store to like go oh you've made a purchase you know it's like from paypal i was like okay cool what did i buy um low light i was like oh my shit there's a low light classified um and i'm very happy with this this guy is great he's not as uh, I, I will be like straight out there, he's not as good as the 25th anniversary or the, should I say, Pursuit of Cobra Lowlight, who is actually just a better toy in a lot of ways because of the what you can do with it. But guys, this is this is still amazing. Um, really dig it. Don't know how I feel about this machine gun, about this little, sorry, um, uh, submachine gun, uh, it's SMG, older, whatever it is. From the, from the earlier days of classifieds. I don't know, dude. It's it's kind Nerf. of got a realistic look, which I'm fine with. I just maybe maybe Hasbro was just the design team, and Hasbro was like oh, another Uzi, you know. So maybe they wanted to give him something a little bit more, I don't know, just more characteristic, whatever's and cool, whatever's power to them. The but figure um, six yeah, pack makes a good point. I mean, at least it bears a passing resemblance to Alpine's weapon, Alpine's weapon. Uh, yeah, it was the Beretta submachine gun, you know, with that kind of angled box magazine sort of swoop swooping backwards totally man um it's, it's it is nerfed up like look at the sort of barrel shroud it's it looks like something i'd expect to see in white and neon orange yeah that's that's the thing and um i'm putting this guy up here because i feel he needs a little bit of a spotlight the classified bazooka is also really stunning love that they don't have that ridiculous ab crunch uh, nonsense here so the figure's got a good line to it and he's still very playable you know with the top of the upper torso that's movable um uh, love that each of the missiles or the rpgs um have different like kind of graphics on them you know he's got like one with like little teeth on another oh, one's got like a green shift. arrow of the joes he's like yeah but i like that or to be fair lady j's kind of more the green arrow here's the punchy bomb <laughs> Yeah, Here's but guys like Bob that I used for my friends. He's just so cool, and he's just got such a great characteristic look on his face. Um, I don't know. I just felt like yeah. Bazooka was a real surprise. <laughs> Characteristic. Yeah, but no, like yeah, I hear you, dude. But like, whatever, man. I think <laughs> this guy, 
<laughs> this was a bit of a grudge purchase initially. I was like, I'm going to get it so I can talk about it. And then when it actually arrived, I was I was really impressed with this, dude. It was really, really cool. Paul, you don't have a shooter from the classified line. So, I mean, no, be able to speak I don't. To Alan Grant's comment that Lowlight's rifle is kind of rubbish. I, I think Lowlight's rifle is okay. I don't think it's great, and I wouldn't say it's rubbish. But um, I can't, I can't compare it to shooter because, yeah, I don't even, I, I wouldn't even know where to start to try and get my hands on a shooter. Like, it's one of those just difficult to get figures. Yeah, from the, and from then the line. also your your New Year's resolution of stopping classifieds as well. I mean, oh, it's not a New Year's gonna, re resolution. From... It's not a New Year's resolution. It's more a case of. Super Seven's doing a three three quarter inch O ring line. No, I'd rather put my money focus. aside for that. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. Mm. Uh, yeah. So, and then um, somebody mentioned Covergirl. Covergirl was great. Um, uh, I think Covergirl is a fantastic toy. I just think that production quality on the on the figure as well. Quality check. Mine. I can't explain. I can't put my finger on it exactly. Everything about this toy is great, except for something with the eyes. There's just something with the face that just feels off. Like, I don't know. I guys, I can't explain it. I just find that something's wrong with the makeup. Something's wrong with paint application. Something, something's not right here. It could be and, that her uh, eyes are too big. I, mean, I know. Something's much... just off. I don't know what it is. Uh, it just could be it's that like a, uh, it's a... they are auditioning for Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just... It's Good just, it's too place. much, too much intensity in the eyes and stuff like that. So yeah, whatever's, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's just, it's not winning for me. Um, no and then of course, uh, one day, um, one day, hopefully soon I'll be able to get a, sorry, Robert completely spoke over you now. No, no, sorry. Um, I, was, I was trying to speak over you. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Now no, one day I will have a Serpento and a Mindbender, uh, which I know are going to be like top tier, uh, figures. Hell yeah. But uh, yeah, I was booking on that one. Um, but yeah, guys, yeah, I would say, nice. let me just cap Tons it at that. Figures, because dude. Yeah, like, I'd, that's I'd really say. Cool. I mean, I'm but, trying uh, to think. I mean, I'm so bad at remembering things. But I mean, I'm pretty sure Paul gave me a laser viper earlier this year. Mm, um, yes. That's probably one of my favorites. I found that again in, when Stephen was pottering around in my room. Um, <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, pottering yeah, Rob's room. potters around in there. Uh, Laser Viper is probably one of my highlights. Um, finally owning a, a second Lady J was really nice as well, um, which Paul gave well, well, hand, gave to me in September. I mean, from where came from originally, but I was, I'm very glad to have that. Um, the one in September, yeah, that one was. From I think me. it was in September, yeah. So that's my yeah. second Lady J. Um, also, it's really cool, yes. I think, to own the the, the, the action cord or the, the core Duke that also came in September. I think that, that that's a cool figure to own now. Um, who else? And Steve just gave me too many. Like, it's, it's difficult to kind of like... Yeah, we got yeah. all the toys, dude. It's yeah. it's cool. All the toys. Yeah. It was a shock and awe campaign. Every toy that came to me, I'm I'm always happy with. So essentially, they're all at number one. Actually, every time that's I get a my toy, problem. I'm like number one, that that's my favorite toy. Well, this year, I mean, 2024 definitely is, is going to be an ex a very difficult year. Um, I mean, especially with the, with the year starting with a, a huge package from Tim Wild. Tim Wild's huge package finally made it to me. Um, <laughs> so yeah. It, yeah, next year, episode 410, you'll hopefully hear about my, my favorites in 2024. 
Oh, and guys, yes, because it arrived this year. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> smack that one under the wire. And I just got to put out this guy. I don't. Need, I don't think I wanted to say I got him last year, but I just want to put this out as a warning. Never forget, guys. They make shit toys like this. Don't be a sucker. Don't be a fool. Like Buy cool well, stuff. That is a very shit toy. This I is the sound that. wave, the movie sound wave. <laughs> Um, that they did for for the Bumblebee movie. It's the well, Studio Ninja, Series movie Soundwave. You bought a movie toy. No, some movie toys are actually fine. The issue with this guy is it's all it's all stuff you find out when you actually have the toy. It's like silly shit with it when it comes to the the wrist articulation. This guy super disappointing. I should have just saved up the money and got in the MMPR version, like that really really cool deluxe version that doesn't transform because this doesn't need to transform because it transforms into robot poop anyway. So, just a reminder out there, don't buy this piece of shit and don't buy Falcon from Classified. Um, because it does have, I think those would be the worst figures that I've encountered in the last, like, two years. So, thankfully, I don't have a Falcon. I wasn't trigger happy. So, mm. Mm. Gun shy. Alan Grant is in the chats, and I just want to shout him out because one of the high points of 2023 was not the HasLab Sky Striker per se, but the fact that he twisted my rubber arm, he was like, Jobs, you got one, I've got one. Come on round. We'll play some G.I. Joe cartoons in the background and we'll crack them open. And it was a glorious day. Yeah, that's how you do, like bro. Enjoying toys together. Because mm. for so much of our collecting hobby, we are solitary creatures. Skulking around the internets, trying to find good deals. <laughs> ah, uh, I've opened my and toys then, then here in the dark. To our, to our man caves and like waiting for our chores and our family to be in bed. Yeah, chores and chores to be done, family to be put stuck safely into their cribs with their chores. <laughs> to the family. <laughs> and then we get to unseal our toys and marvel in their glory for all of about 20 minutes before we pass out in front of the TV. No, this was a different kettle of fish altogether. We made something of it and it was it was glorious. It was a lot of fun. You and thank a you, Adam. memory. Exactly. So if you are a supporter of the HasLab initiative or any kind of Kickstarter, find your fellow backers and, and enjoy opening these one-of-a-kind dream projects. It's a cool shirt, right? dude. Open it together. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. One-of-a-kind <laughs> as well. Uh, not really. Um, now, well, Paul is... Hey, good point. Paul is mentioning the T-shirts. Let's throw up some, some merch. Guys, you too can have the awesome Cobra Eel T-shirt, amongst others. If you just check out our Teespring store, Bram, it's never too late to buy a Christmas present for yourself. Treat yourself. Yay. Or a New Year's gift, you know. Uh, yeah. All of the designs are made by Paul. All the proceeds do go to my struggling artist friend, Paul. Um, well, most of the proceeds go to Teespring. A couple of cents. You have to be sale. fair. Yeah, they do. But still, if you, if you enjoy the designs, I mean, definitely a good company to support. It's and cool a, merch. A it's to... one of a kind, and it's totally not legal. It's um, also not illegal. It is legal. It's not illegal, it's no. It's interpretive G.I. Joe art. Thank you. They're soldiers. Which, which They're just soldier adds characters. to its uniqueness. This isn't some license to No, no, not at all. Paul is very... Yeah, it's not an eel creative. shirt. It's it's um Snake Force Diver. There you go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Guys, thank you, Abdiel. Full circle. Is it time to talk about some fresh paper? Whoa. Yes. All right. We Funny. are we are plowing through GI Joe media in two directions. 
but we s put the brakes on our reread of classic G.I. Joe comic books and oh our reverse order read of the IDW series to bring you... We can't help ourselves. We love doing three Skybound second G.I. Joe issue, issue 302. Mm. Mine's bagged and boarded. Spider wow! <laughs> well and Duke. You want to talk about and, Duke? Yeah, Rob well? grabbed the only copy of Duke Paul 1. I was very excited to talk about Duke. I'd love He's to. I just haven't ready. been able to get my hands on it. Yeah. Alright, okay, no, we won't do Duke, but I'm just showing it to you so that Paul knows how... You know. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, Thanks, Rob. Have one. Thank you. We do. It's Please keep so wobbling it. I love it. Yeah, get get those cracks in the spine. Yeah. Um. Like... Obviously, we're gonna potentially spoil oh. things in these issues, uh, but I don't think there's too much to spoil. Um, if you oh. wanted to read them, read them. Uh, Do it, yeah, guys. This is not like who killed Jr. So you'll be okay. Yeah. But three hundred two. You know? What happens? Why? Why three hundred two? What do you mean? Why three hundred two? I don't know. Three hundred two because oh, we have all wow. read it. Three hundred two. When three hundred two? What three hundred two? <laughs> all, right. all right. Who's three hundred two? Right, it's man. the funeral issue for a fallen comrade, a guy who's Ooh. been in GI Joe continuity since way back. Uh, Four issues now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, he was the member of the LRRP team with Stalker and Tommy Arashikage, aka Storm Shadow, mm -hmm. and the man we know as Snake Eyes, at least the original one. Tommy, who likes to use, he carried swords canonically now in Vietnam. It was his son who wrote the letter to Snake Eyes, which capped off the Marvel run in issue 155, and who then oh. became Throwdown, aka New Snake Eyes, um, Sean Collins. So Big Daddy Wade uh, went into the ground in the Arlington National Cemetery, I think, and oh, absolutely had his 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 uh, funeral. Hold on, service. hold on. For our non-listening people, yes, uh, there's Arlington. Oh. Let's just do that. We got oh, pictures. Arlington. A very good you sequence. Know? I mean, it's it's and it it has it says what it needs to say, which is basically nothing. It kind of just lets the visuals speak to. Um, What's going on? Speak for the Visuals shows, once yeah. again delivered to us by mm. Chris Mooneyhan. Love his artwork. I mean, it's a it's a funeral service in the rain with full colors, flag folding ceremony. He's uh, done his homework. It looks great. It looks like it's taken straight out of was it Navy Seals or any other movie that does exactly this scene. Or yeah, you know the fact that Larry Armour probably sketched yes, out the thumbnails no, for these it. layouts for this. So yeah. Probably so. pulled from, from, from these films. Probably, yeah. It's from the films circular. or even stuff that happened. In but own. guys, we visited Washington, D.C. Yes, we did. We went onto the mall. We went past the wall, walked sort of that, that slope and read the mm -hmm. names and looked at the three soldiers. It wasn't raining. It was a beautiful sunny day that day. It was the 3rd of July. In fact, they were having a marine parade <laughs> that we just stumbled into. Yeah, it was practice yeah. for 4th of July. We were days away from actually i don't think it was the third of july but we were days away from fourth of july hmm. so there was them practicing um for fourth of july itself so i uh, like steve you said now like it wasn't raining when we saw when we saw the, the the wall or should i say when we walked um the wall but the gravity of it was still very much there i mean on a sunny day you can oh it was like kind of a sunny ish afternoon mostly clear skies kind of thing 
but I mean, the gravity of, of everything here was still very intense. Um, we still had that whole, I don't know. I, I don't know about you guys, but I just felt the weight of all of this. And that is, I, I mean, in a comic book medium, yes, having the rain and stuff is very powerful as well. But for anybody that's walked uh, walked here before, yeah, it's it's something. It's definitely something. And you will feel something. Or you should feel something, uh, I should say. But And right, it was cool that they put this in the comic stuff. book. Let's talk, uh, about, uh, let's talk about zombies in G.I. Joe. Yeah. Birds. <laughs> so now there's zombies in G.I. Joe. Well, they don't drop the Z word. No, no. Larry's no. dancing around it. They are mutants. Because yes. I think zombie always implies that they are of like mindless. Yeah, yeah, mindless, like, just hungry. These are mutants in that they retain their intellect. They have a hunger for flesh, but they have superhuman strength. Mm. So they are now all of a sudden a, a force to be reckoned with. So Pentel Khan wants to make an army out of these guys and challenge Cobra Command and Revanche, and everybody, and use these as soldiers in his quest for world domination. I mean, unless they can build more mutant bombs, I don't see how this plan can work, because just to sheer manpower, I mean, yeah, what was the population on that island that got hit? The the guests, the hotel the guests, guests, the initial hotel guests at the Cobra Casino, plus all the Cobra staff members that weren't able to evacuate in time. I don't know. That can't be too many personnel. Well, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, listen, guys, the zombie thing for this, I mean, aside from just, I have to throw in an opinion here because mm-hmm. I love how this is all drawn. I, like, actually props to Larry for making this interesting. Um, but I'm still like, zombies? Really? <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, you I'm can call it what you want, but, you know, it's yeah. a spade and a zombie is a zombie. Even if they're I'm intelligent still... or they're running zombies or they're, you know, yeah. I'm still not, like, super sold. <laughs> I'm still not super sold on this yet. I I don't know <laughs> if I love Serpento Khan. I, like, Look, I kind of feel like better. he's a dreadnought. No, I, he's I, never looked better. He looks amazing. Making Serpento yeah. into a mutant... Just, it's perfect. He, he does belong in an X-Men book. Um, mm. Now he's super strong. He always was kind of super strong. But mm. now he's got the sharp teeth, the hollow eyes, the talons. Yeah, I buy that more than a naked dude running around but with a But the snakes aren't zombified. Like, the snakes are still fine. They're like, the s- yeah, we're snakes still snakes. are part of his outfit. Why? Are you imbuing them with life. Hey, maybe that was the effect of the bomb. Those lifeless snakes on his garments. Yes, but... he can finally do the thing from the cartoon. Yeah. Pulls the snake, yeah. throws it like a spear. Eat that dude. So his his big plan is to attack Cobra. I mean, I, I'm not sure why that is his plan necessarily. Like that's kind of like his next focus is to take out Cobra. Um. But then Cobra Commander kind of anticipates this. He kind of realizes, oh. You know, Khan is going to come at me next or first, actually. Um, I wasn't sure why he came to that decision. Actually, yeah. Do you guys? Know? Uh, yeah, guys. I also think Cobra Commander's like doing a press conference here, which. Um, oh yeah, well, he's yeah. doing a town hall in Springfield. You know, he's kind of like yeah, down. It's... He's, he's like 
okay, everyone, this is what's going down. Uh, so Seems like something the population happens. of Springfield <laughs> is about, I don't know, 40? It's like 40-something, <laughs> 50 max. The civilian population anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's just so we, strange we to give a, him accountability. A, it's very strange. But we've mm. we've always been at this point with the Harmerverse that Cobra Commander is seen as like he's not a terrorist leader. He's the leader of a town. He's yeah. like mm. the town mayor. You know, he's he's giving these addresses, he's 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 herding his people from shelter to shelter. It's like he's a nomad. They're they're a nomadic tribe wandering the world yeah from... he's less about being a terrorist than yeah just basically being the leader of like a, a small of a cult essentially yeah and you get glimpses of i mean this is the cool shot this is where the really interesting stuff lies if i guess you have completely left cobra being like some kind of you know nameless faceless enemy we get to see not only the faces of the civilian population but their concern for you know v- my 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 uncle yeah, Bill. My, my husband is a Teddy Viper. He's a Viper. My brother. Brother's a Viper. You know, and Dawn Marino's family. Yeah. Her parents. Our daughter Dawn. Was she on the island when it got hit? That sort of concern. It's like humanizing Cobra. Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, three more than three, ever before. Three or seven. My father. The one one girl mentions. So I mean, this is I love that they've done that. You know. Mm. That is super cool. The fact that they've humanized Cobra and we actually go, oh, there's people behind those, you know, mirror faces and there's people behind those Teddy Viper helmets and, and whatever. Mm. That's cool. That's a very cool thing. Um, if, if anything, like uh, for me, the discomfort of these two pages in terms of it being a town hall meeting is made up for by the fact that we get that humanizing of the of the Cobra. Yeah, but also of it's Cobra kind officers, of creepy Cobra at the same units, time. Cobra personnel. Not- you know, they really believe in what Cobra is, obviously, because they all kind of like grew up believing Cobra. Um, you know, it's kind of like part of who they are. And yeah, they do seem like just normal people, but they, you know, talking about, you know, their family who are Cobra officers and people who, who go out there to destroy the world, apparently. Yeah. And then the most it's... interesting line for me comes later where you get a balancing of this scene with Stalker telling the new Joes, Molto. Uh, I think Mongoose is in attendance, who Wade Collins was and why he rated such a high honor funeral. Mm. And <laughs> I think in that scene, is it that scene where someone says, like, why don't we just drop a bomb on Cobra Island and wipe out all these mutant zombies? Um, and then... Yeah, I think it's Roadblock like, that says that, yeah. We can't... I, I don't know if Dawn would be happy with that because her parents might be there. Yeah, family might something be like there. that. Like, make sure Dawn doesn't hear you say something like that. Which is interesting, because up until now, I think Dawn has been played as this almost... Uh, uh, she's an orphan. In our yeah. minds. She was kind of co-opted by Baroness. Oopsie. Then she was co-opted by Scarlet. And then finally, she kind of paired up with Sean Collins, and they became this kind of... Oh, I didn't Scarlet realize that she was co-opted by Baroness. Yeah. She oh, was, wow. Cobra Commander's body. I know. Backward spoilers. Cobra Commander's bodyguard, and then Baroness trained her, and then the Joes swiped her. Anyways, in hmm. all this time, there's been no mention of her family back in Springfield. Like, why did she so willingly join the Joes if she's leaving her family behind? That oh, seems like the whole, conflict. Well, the memory wiping and all that. I'm guessing it kind of messes with your brain, you know. So 
for me going into this uh into this issue and having uh, as you said now steve like um stalker explaining why wade's important thank you stalker because i needed to know why he was important and yeah I, and everything I'd say again the same thing because we're reading in in a weird yeah. order wade was just like okay he's the father they kind of inserted him backwards into the into the past i, I thought yeah um, it's it's weird, man. It's been like redconned in. But if yeah, if you go one, I think it's one more page forward. Oh no, it's Oof. one more page back where you'll see. Uh, um, yeah. So I mentioned earlier. That apparently, I mean, Snake Eyes, not Snake Storm said he was meant to have. I mean, he did go into Vietnam with his 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 bow and arrow and stuff like that. <laughs> but mm. in this issue, they've drawn him with his sword <laughs> as well. So at the bottom of this this particular page, they're kind of showing a layout of the of the of the LARP team from Vietnam. And mm -hmm. Tommy, you know, Storm Shadow, Storm Shadow is team. there, and mm -hmm. he has a sword, which I found very odd. I mean, Stephen actually was like, oh, "Do you took a sword with?" He, he, he look, he, he in, was a soldier in previous in, in the military. In previous know, depictions, you know, that he had um, a, okay. a, a bow and arrow, yeah, like as sort of additional equipment. But he definitely had a primary weapon, an M sixteen, or some mm. derivative. Mm. Like mm. he wasn't leading with the sword like he's yeah. ja japanese you know, um field commander in world war ii yeah he kind of like mm. he had his kind of silent weapons which i think was obviously a, a, i suppose a concession for him he was allowed to use those but a sword would make no sense for him to carry that into into the field i mean i suppose he could use it i mean you could maybe use it because you'd have um bayonets and stuff um he's not leading the formation though yeah yeah he is basically a regular soldier. So, I mean, they've really done enough of a concession to allow him to have his bow and arrow. Bow and I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say that they just did it to help readers visualize that that storm shadow without... Because they could have... I, I don't think that's a detail. I, I actually think that might have been a detail that was discussed. And I think they were like, well, how else can we make it look like Storm Shadow in the background? And they uh, that's why he's got the... It could be. Or yeah, it's kind of like here. his memory. Or it could just be him remembering as well. I mean, yeah, it could be that's... Stalker might be like, I always remember Such him a cool... sword. You cool know? page though, hey? This, oh, no, absolutely. This... I mean, I think every page yeah. is, is generally really quite good in, in the entire comic mm. book. Mm. Um, Long may he keep it up. I mean... <laughs> Larry is fa so. famous for um, dragging deadlines out, so if that puts <laughs> Chris Mooneyhan under the pump, we'll see if the art can keep up. Well, let's, let's pour some praise onto the works of S.L. Gallant, who I had the honor of speaking to the man, and he just has the most phenomenal work rate. Mm. Like, he's able to take the deadline crunches that working with Larry will generate, and was able to pump out that book. So... It's, it's sometimes unfair to draw comparisons between these arts. No, no, for sure. Yeah, of course. Because, I mean, it's also published by a different company, you know, as well. And also the way that they kind of go about with their artists. And also, it's our first experience with Muneham as well. Mm -hmm. um, so any time will tell, you know, whether or not um, he can kind of keep up. But, but I think they, know, like... they, they chose a team that they want to be here for a while, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Or if, but if, if yeah. yeah. Well, it, or, no, or it's... at least for the first arc, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, you can at least have artists that do arcs. So, like, he, he manages the exact, the entire first arc, and then you maybe get, I don't know. We'll only know in, like, what, four issues or something, I guess. Although, Crunch is never, like, like, it's never the writer's fault, and it's never the artist's fault. It's actually the editor and the production, like, let's call it the mm -hmm. producer's fault, because 
that's supposed to that's management that's that's what management's meant to do it's meant to sort of foresee these problems and and anticipate them and and sort of structure them and i think maybe that's actually where idw fell short a lot with the older books is that they didn't know how to manage time properly or everything with a time crunch or whatever's for them that they just got themselves sucked in so i hope that skybound has a much better production management going into it oh, absolutely um, too yeah and I it gives us better art, man. Better, so yeah, money talks, guys. Yeah, if, if you get yeah. paid well, you you, you want to get that job done, you know, in time and. With, mm, and you can still break, so. Well, no, I mean, a friend of mine's can, doing stuff but, for but DC it kind now, of, it is, and it doesn't incentivize yeah. you to want to. Um, but yeah, of but, course, yeah, it helps. Better, it helps. Yeah, a better paid mm. rate, but also hopefully they aren't crunching in a way that the artists are struggling to get stuff done. Um, mm. So are we? I sense we we're just gonna ignore revenge because nothing really <laughs> happens with them anyway. They basically just go, ah, oh, things are happening. <laughs> this is the first time. Secret of, of camera, which is pointed right in Serpento Khan's face. Um, we had that there the whole time. <laughs> I did find yeah. it interesting though that they they remind the the reader I had forgotten that mm. a lot of revenge operatives do still have meat. yeah they're cyborgs not yeah cyborgs robotic. and so they're concerned yeah. about what the mutant bomb effects would be on those fleshy parts okay so that's okay, one an interesting, interesting thing to take out mm -hmm. from there but otherwise it's just and the revenge. the leader alpha 001 or whatever designation it has has this like serpent like um body now mm. very globulous it's it's cool. Yeah, it's globulous with just a head stuck on the top of the tail portion. <laughs> it's cool. I, 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 it's oh, a I great agree. look. But yawn. <laughs> Super sinister. Guys, I, I'm not going to lie. I think revenge is actually a little bit interesting now for me. It's this. Okay, um, my interests have been piqued by them now. I kind okay. of like... I don't know what it is. I think it's just the way that we're reading the other books. Or I, I don't know what it is. But somehow they seem more mysterious here for me. Like I feel a little bit more invested in them as a, as a as a villain as a force behind things. Well, but then I, I guess I mean they're let's see what happens. Yeah, mm. I, I'm curious to see where things go next. Are we gonna are we gonna talk about the ending? The ending of the <laughs> this issue? page is it? I do oh, want to right, get into that. Page. I just think it's cool that they got the comic page. That uh, uh okay, actually, guys, I mean whatever. <laughs> right, but I mean, just when the they're screen. talking here and and he pulls up and he's like, yeah. So we pulled out the comic, you know, the, the comic book page, and this is what's <laughs> happening with Cobra Island. Stephen um, had a very cool comment about uh, mainframe on this page. It's my standard mm. comment. <laughs> Mainframe's helmet is designed like Hot Rod from Transformers. Yep. Swap the color palette, and it's Hot Rod's face, man. It's got the totally vents on the side. It's got the badge in the middle. I'm like, you've been drawing too many Transformers, Transformers books. Transformers, Well, mind you, Chris's reference is probably mm. SL Gallant's previous work on the book so he's like oh is that what if the helmet looks like? looks like okay oops let's do it but uh guys that lost me that there's continuity there <laughs> he's still looking like a transformer <laughs> um oh the last couple of pages snake guys get some booty tang or clone snake guys <laughs> sure we have a sex scene kind of yeah what? and like also with animals cool uh, uh yeah cool wolf <laughs> you know cool timber wolf whatever Guys, I don't know what is actually like. I know, I mean, though, I know what's happening in the scene, but I know nothing happened because the dog's on the corner of the bed. 
And anybody who knows anything knows that nothing happens when the dog is sleeping on the corner of the bed and or cat. Um, that said, Samson, that's like, when you got to pull your ninja moves. These guys are masters of stealth. <laughs> well, nothing's happened yet. I think that's kind of like we're leading into it. Um, you know, kind Scarlet of Scarlet like... and Snake Eyes, Log Cabin, um, the descendant of Timber brings a cub, a wolf cub, to Snake Eyes. It's so, kind of like yeah. makes it feel like the, the wolves themselves accept him as, um... Snake eyes. snake eyes. I think yeah. I just smell scarlet scent on his crotch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, the, yeah. the, the wolves like okay. So we smell your what? We smell your balls and everything checks out. I'm yeah, pretty sure puppy. wolves they have they you know that they, they have probably more. It's like when you've got sniper that. wolves hanky in Metal Gear yes. Solid. They <laughs> just all the wolves smell like you. They smell the girl and... Uh, okay, so you're still cynical. Do you know there's another way of doing that in Metal Gear? Like, if you don't get a hanky... Mm. Like, I used to think that the ketchup somehow played a role. Mind you, that comes You can get a dog to... Uh, get one of the dogs... Um, you can actually get it that one of the dogs pees on the box. Or one of the wolves uh, pees on the box. Oh, yes. I've, I've heard about yeah. that. That's so that's smart. the thing. Should anyway, so guys... Six pack? Before the, uh, I thought Snake Eyes doesn't speak. He's not a, a silent master anymore. Yeah, this I'm very confused about all of this. Like, yeah, I mean, like I mean, now he goes to first... Arlington unmasked. What is happening? So I guess this clone doesn't have any scarring. He shouldn't. Mm. If he's a fresh-skinned clone straight out of the tank, and no damage to his vocal cords. Yeah, they're cloning his genetic material, not the way his badly damaged body. Like it's not like you're taking. The last yeah it's not like a transporter it... beam where you kind of like you know you take the exact copy of him and when you when you reconstitute him even years later he will be that exact version hmm? but it's it's a genetic no. copy of him so it's like whatever his genetic material does so he can speak but scarlet keeps shutting him up issue Why? after issue he's like scarlet shh, don't say anything and like not scarlet, there's something i have to tell you shh, no. not now i mean it's God, like let the man speak. Yeah, like what the hell? Like you know, I don't understand what he's trying to tell her though. Like I, I'm sorry. May, maybe I'm just like missing something completely here. He's like, I don't think any of us. I want to tell you, that's... and she's like, not now. And he's like, but my dick didn't grow back. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's about to find, find that. Find it. Well, well, is, it is it a JJ Abrams mystery box, and not even Larry knows? He's just increasing the mystery. Or is this something very definite that this Snake Eyes is dying to say? Uh, shall we ponder that right now? I mean, yeah, Paul, you like just said you that. can't think of a single thing that he would I have to say. I can't think of a thing. I mean, what? Are his taxes not in order? Um, are they going to get an audit? I don't know, I don't know what's happening. serious. Like, you know, like what, it must be. But it, it must be serious, but it's not serious enough that he pushes the point. You know? He kind of like accepts that she's not ready to hear what he has to say, or maybe she already knows what he's gonna say, but she doesn't want to hear it. I don't know. It's although it seems fairly playful the way she can't. Well, not playful, but I mean it's it's not very serious the way she's like not now. You know. Yeah, I don't it's, know. It's I also have Empire no idea Strikes where back. this would go. Yeah, mm. it's not an Empire Strikes Back thing either. It's not like a I love you. Yes, like no. I'm your brother. Uh, I was thinking more of a, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I am your father. Um, I'm your daddy. I, I was trying to think of like massive <laughs> rug out from under your moments. I mean, 
you could go way back in history and say that maybe maybe Snake Eyes caused the the car accident that killed Cobra Commander's brother. Oh no, but that also killed his sister, didn't it? Yeah, and or he, maybe he. But he, he wasn't there though. He, he also... reveals, I have no sister. I oh. am. I was. I was. I am my sister. <laughs> my sister. days of our lives. It's getting insane. Well, no, that's Code Veronica. That's uh, there's a Resident Evil game that had oh, Alexa from... and Alexis. Uh, Alexa, yes, and, uh, it was yeah, the same uh, person. Mm. Yeah, very. Um, for if you guys, if nobody's watched that film, Psycho. Alright, oh. yeah, I'm. Let's talk bomb. But yeah, I I really have no idea what it could be. I think mystery box. Yeah, it's, it's essentially it's a mystery box. It's just like oh, he has to say something really important, but it's. But we don't know what it is, and there's no setup for it, so it could literally be anything. I think that's kind of like how it is right now. Schrodinger's um, speech. Scarlet, shh, no, no, seriously, put on the mask. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> a few minutes later, oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it when you're goofy. A, this was a nothing burger issue. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a two and a half for me. kind of. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably give it three. I think overall it's interesting. It's, it's kind of it, but it's still kind of like setting up what's going to happen next. And it's kind of like, it's it's not a story issue, you know, if you know what I mean. It's kind of, it's just kind of like dealing with the, what's, what's happened recently and kind of setting up what is coming next in G.I. Joe. So yeah, I'd probably, well, I'd give it three out of five. I mean, I think the art is gorgeous. Maybe she's think, a clone. Oh, maybe she's a clone. Maybe, mm. yeah. Maybe he's like, you're a clone. Moonlight, Moonlight fires back with probably the best thing that Snake Eyes could be whispering to Scarlet at this point. Hail Hydra. Yeah, maybe <laughs> he's like, I'm not actually, I'm yeah, I'm fully Cobra. Um, Dr. Mindbender has... Oh, and then stabs him in the heart. Yeah, but he has to but he has to wait for her to ask, though, which I think is quite funny. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll stay on the team. I won't do anything <laughs> to you until you ask. You have, to, you have to say you're ready to hear it. What is it? Ah, I'm with Scarlet. Dead. <laughs> yeah, Got guys, him. I think it's still way too easy that not only is he in Scarlet's pants, but just like his reintroduction into the GI Joe team, no questions asked. He is the Snake Eyes. He's a Cobra manufactured clone, mm. Mm. which was used, which used the brainwave scanner to imbue memories and programming. Like Mindbender said, he had. What's up, Daniel? He had programmed this clone to obey Cobra. So there mm. might be some deep... Uh, no, there won't be. It's a simplistic cut and paste. But, like, on some level, I just want him to be the traitor that he was always destined to be. That he should have Cobra been. Snake Eyes. Yeah. Mm. And then we finally have that, you know, Storm Shadow versus Snake Eyes, but on the opposite sides. Oh, my God. So, Rob, you said so cool. you said three out of five, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it's 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 decent. It's not like mind blowing, um, but it feels like he is kind of setting. He's trying to set things up for what's coming next, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen next. Mm. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it the same score, um, mm. with a small caveat that mm. I think the art is what pushes this comic through for me. Ah, is that, this yeah. book was more interesting visually for me than it was from a story point of view. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a fill in the blanks issue, yeah. mm. bringing us up to speed on things that were less than clear in the Action Jackson episode of 301. Yeah, it's kind of wrapping that up. I mean, also the issue doesn't end with like a to be continued or whatever. It kind of does just end with a star, which I think just suggests the end of this kind mm. of two issue thing. 
and the actual, you know, the real proper story will start kind of like hitting off in the next one. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm interested to see what's going to come next. So, and yeah, it, it really is, with art does, dude, it, it does a lot of heavy lifting. So I just want to say to everybody in the comments now, mm. and I'm specifically targeting um, Chris here. Everybody. Um, and I think somebody Chris. else, but, uh, but I mean, uh, guys have been like spitting this out now as well. Everybody's giving Duke high praise, and I've seen um, some high praise for the Duke book um, on Facebook as well. And so I'm going to be grabbing this um, hopefully tomorrow. Well, has it? You can hear what uh, Amazon. Yeah, you guys have read it already. Um, yeah, I hope it is as good as you guys. Ball. I'm sorry, we didn't. No, dude, you guys only got one in. It's all good, man. Don't stress. Like it happens, man. Whatever. Well, no, we, 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 got, um, we got more than one, but I mean, the thing is, by the time I grabbed it. So I grabbed one. It's a whole story, but anyway. Dude, shit happens. It's fine. Exactly. Would you it's okay. fall in line with the chats, Robbie, my man, and say that Duke is a five out of five kind of book? I I don't think I want to say it. I want Paul. Mm. I want Paul to get it's his real. issue, and then I'll share my opinion on on Duke. I'm okay. just scared of getting my hopes up now with regards to Duke That's because there's I'm like two do. pages of Duke wait. in three hundred two, and so far I like what's in there. So, yeah, but then also remember, this is also the Energon Universe version. So this is so mm. the Duke and the Cobra Commander miniseries are what is being set up within the Energon Universe, which is Skybound's Transformers, G.I. Joe, Shared Universe. So it is separate from a real American hero, which is Larry Harmon's continuation of his, obviously, mm. the Marvel run into, you know, uh, where were they before? But Image? <laughs> Wherever I'm, they're IDW. IDW. So it's, that's Larry Harmer's run. But like this is their yeah. version. Um and I am I will say I'm curious to see where they, where it goes next. And it makes me want to mm. kind of like pick up the other issues within the Energon universe to kind of like get the full, full Ooh, picture. They I think. got you, boy. I think they, they have they, I think you. they definitely have. I'm waiting for the first graphic novel to come out of Void Rivals, which is um the the main one, which is kind of like the backbone of where, where they're kind of setting up Cody. what the what the law is for the Energon universe. Um, and yeah, Joshua Williamson, who's the writer on this, um, as well as the writer for Cobra Commander. I, I, I've got a feeling that once these miniseries are finished, he's probably going to be the writer of the main G.I. Joe series that is set in the Energon universe. That's my guess. I mean, if you have him writing two miniseries, <laughs> setting up, you know, like the two, the, the, the antagonists for your G.I. Joe, he has to be the guy who keeps going with it after that. I don't know. It's one thing. Uh, so I got a friend who's um, a big Transformers fan. Oh, and she messaged me the other day because uh, I think she had recently watched Rise of the Beasts. And of course, there's the whole stinger at the end of the credits. I, I still haven't seen the movie. What? And is she's really. No, no, no. She she knows what G.I. Joe is, um, but she's really that. excited about it. She's like, this is really, really cool. And then she, you know, and then we were just chatting about it, whatever. But it's cool that. People who weren't typically G.I. Joe fans are interested in G.I. Joe now. And I, I hope that this Duke Energon thing, and I, I imagine there's a whole bunch of fans out there going to be like, I hope the movie is not like the Duke comic. But <laughs> um, sounds like it should be. Uh, also, yeah, also well, I haven't read Duke yet. so. Uh, but it sounds well, like it's, we, a, we, it's we a good idea. Hey, Cody, you're a fan of Star Trek now. Um, long may you <laughs> I just found out I love Star Trek. Like... <laughs> I woke up one morning and I'm like, make it so. I'm a Star Trek <laughs> <You know>? fan. <laughs> Engage. 
<laughs> Green blood. <laughs> well then, Cody, if you Make are getting so. into Star Trek this late in the game, I'm curious to see what Star Trek. Mm. Mm. Is it TNG? Mm. Is it DS9? Apparently you'll be judged. Is it Discovery? Lower Decks? Is oh. it uh, Discovery? The Void, Void uh, Kitty's Mute 1. What they called? Prod- is it Prodigy? Prodigy, new yeah, one? Prodigy. Prodigy. Yeah. Goodness yeah. me. Curious. Very curious. All right. Wow. Gents, um, any other matters arising? Oh, it's something um, we can mention. Because Cody's up. here, we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> now that he said things. Later this year, okay, it's not the current shirt, obviously because the shirt doesn't exist, but Cobra Convergence 8 is coming this year, guys. Yeah, and, um, that's going to be lucky. What do you mean? It's been announced. No, it hasn't. It has. Not publicly. No, no, it's all over YouTube. What, what are you talking dun, about? Dun, it's dun. all over YouTube. The 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 the, the everything Hot is on off there. the presses. Yeah. Cobra Convergence Nine. My goodness. Which means eight. we've been doing this for eight years. Eight. 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 eight years. Eight. Yes. <laughs> and we're doing it for seven I, years. The only reason I remembered it's eight is just because eight's lucky. So eight. Ah, eight is yeah. very lucky though. Hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it's on his, it's on his something page. I wanted to mention, like it's a bit of an oddball one. Yeah. Um, like I feel like this is kind of a, a good thing to mention in the tail end of this episode. Uh, so Higher Toys has announced Whoa. a whole slew of releases that are going to be coming out this Whoa, year, new toys, um, which are which are basically Thank you yeah. know small versions of the um, classified Joes. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I don't know if I love it, but I got to say the Cobra oh. Commander they got coming out is very cool. And well, it's a good it, example it, of what Classified messed up with, um, to be fair. Well, I mean, I um, think their general, they're, where they're coming from is kind of like where Classified came from originally. They're kind, of, they're kind of coming from the same design book, you know, especially with, with, with kind of like the way you kind of see like the, the lower halves of the legs and stuff where there's kind of like little bits of armor um, and mm. the way that the the, the um, weapons are designed. So definitely they're both coming from the same kind of like early classified, you know, what did we call it at the time? Fortnite kind of inspired. Yeah. yeah, Blackout inspired. Um, but I think they, they generally handle it a little bit better. And I think it looks less offensive in, in, the, in the smaller scale. Except for Major <laughs> Blood, who I think looks like dog shit. No, Sorry. I'm not offended by classified. I I'm just saying I think at the time... Face. Him. At the it's time, so we, we were kind of like, ew, it doesn't look like G.I. Joe. It looks like, you know, uh, what are those so, called? So my, well, here are my tip, thoughts on higher toys. The, have you seen the mm-hmm. Cobra Trooper? Mm. Yes. Picture. From higher toys. It's over-designed. This is the newest in my one. Opi- in my opinion, it's over-designed. Like, it looks good. Oh. Like, don't get me wrong, it looks good. Oh. But I feel oh. like the Cobra Trooper in Classified even is a little over-designed as well, personally. Mm-hmm. Um but, you know, guys dig it. So, you know, maybe I'm the minority. All I want to say with higher toys going forward is I hope that they do improve the articulation on the hips. And sorry, my there's mine. Yeah, that is my higher toys one. This, uh. it can't do full splits. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, Not that O-rings can do that either, to be fair. But that's something they need to fix up. They need to fix up diaperness the crotch looks very diapery in this case i think it's just a scale if they scaled the belts down a little bit it would have probably looked a bit better sorry i know that um this pose is fabulous for some reason it just ended up being like that. <laughs> um and the removable hands they definitely need to design that better and need to have put more thought into that because the hands fall off very easily like 
like okay, yeah there we go yeah that's always it, a problem where you have multiple hands on it multiple hands scale. and difficult. and exactly and please consider that there are left hand uh not necessarily that they are left-handed people but please consider the left hand um this snake guys's biggest flaw in my opinion is that i can't have a gun in one hand and a sword in the other because the open hand here is not an open holding hand it's an open expression hand i'm being <laughs> expressive okay cool that we've got a fisted hand very happy about that kind of thing but yeah so guys going forward with the higher toys i really hope that they that they do this um i'm not going to participate in buying any of them i'm quite happy with the snake guys i've got my taste of it i'm cool uh, I'm going to be a little bit Super 7 all the way unless they end up being like really bad, which um, I'm going to ha hope that they're not. And <laughs> that's exciting. And um, I just wanted to just put that in out there because I've just been seeing a lot of higher toys coverage and it is exciting to see. Like I'm sure a lot of guys are like, yeah. But um, I want to say, Shem, Santoro's like, uh, oh, sorry. Like, yeah, I, I saw thought, that. Uh, Santoro, I thought you were, were like addressing me by going shh so that I don't jinx it. Um but yeah, no. let's see. Let's see how Snake that goes. Scarlet, I need to change my diaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm a baby now. Scarlet's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and for those curious, um, Cody uh, is started with Next Generation and he's watched at least as far as Season 1, Episode 24 when Picard blows a dude's head off. Very cool. Very in character. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's here for. The violence from Picard. Well, maybe you want to start with the films then, where he's swinging on cables ah! like vines and taking out Borg queens, etc. I love that movie. I just need to rewatch it. Oh, I did some I Star Trek watching uh, just before I blew town in Australia. I watched Wrath of Khan and The Undiscovered Country. Very good. Very good. And I watched Star Trek Generations, which I didn't mind as much as I thought I would. It's... You didn't mind it as much as you thought you. It's would. got some lovely just, acting performances, but oh, let for me sure. just. The, the, the ending is just like, but otherwise. I generations, think generations, generations, generations. Which one is that? That is the first next generation movie. Yeah. With, oh with, yeah, yeah. I didn't hate yeah. that. I enjoyed that too. Yeah. I think I enjoyed it at the time. I think if you rewatch it, the ending. The one where like Shatner like, attends, he he attends the film. He's yeah. like there. He's, he's in, like. I'm William Guys, Shatner, and I'm I in this film. Oh. I need to get something off my chest, though. And Cody, um, maybe you want to go, like, stick your fingers in your ears and go la 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 no, la, no, la no, for no, the next. There. I've watched the movies all the way up to the first Picard movies. So he's watched Generations. No, but you haven't watched all of TNG just oh, yet. Oh, okay. So because... Cody, this, yeah, ignore, yeah, mute us until, until, until. Trick Steven... uh, Until I, until I go shake my head again. Yes. Um, but no trick. Oh, why have we been hit? Okay, stop, stop listening now. Um, guys, what the hell is the thing with um, uh, 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 Mr. Wolf and Deanna Troy? They, they, they were a couple by the end of the, the, the final season? Yeah, they kind of were, yeah. They were a couple. They quickly ducked that under the mat and made oh, yeah, by the movies, yes, Riker's that girl they again. kind of... Yeah, but there was kind of like a kind of tension every now and then where I think he showed an interest in her, as far as I can remember. Rewatched the last couple of episodes because no, but it before is that, I mean, I, I feel like there was kind of an interest there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that did go away very quickly, and obviously, eventually ended up with um, uh, Riker. Riker. Yeah. It yeah. just 
it came out and of nowhere and I was like, up with, wow, with they them. actually did have it off. Anyway, let's... Yeah, because they did happen. And that's why people did, uh, for a while, did go like, yeah, is it Worf or is it Riker? Who should she end up with? Wow! I didn't yeah, know that was a thing. So my, 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 my picture of TNG was incomplete. Anyway, yeah. let's, okay, let's do, move do, on. Do, do the boogie boogie. Oh, come back to us. And I'm putting, I'm putting the snake of silence down. Oh, well, hopefully that helps. I mean, it's always just like type in the chat, but... Uh, if I really gave a shit, I'd do time codes, but Whoa, time I like codes. to upload this immediately so you Absolutely. good people get the audio No, I mean, fresh. so the Cody knows to start listening to us again right now. So, but anyway. So what's on the agenda for He's the next back. episode, yeah. guys? So, like, what, 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 do you get, so what are we Paul getting into on the next episode? So what we're doing episode? next. Whoa. Well, well, I imagine... Shall we continue okay, our so rewatch of Renegades? Or, um, I think we, well, dude, we, we I think we finished it. Again, There's so nothing else to watch. Did, did we? Oh, well, I wasn't here for the last few episodes. No, dude, there is more because I'm pretty sure you guys have watched one without. It goes me. up to 26. Only, we've only watched up to. Dude, till... we've only watched like 12 episodes. We've watched Homecoming, and that's where we left it. Yeah. That was the Christmas special. Yeah. So let's wow. do a, let we've done a comic book. Oh, today. have you guys actually not watched since Homecoming? We okay, haven't. that is absolutely insane. But yeah, Paul, we only went up to Homecoming. And that's like episode 12. So okay, for those good of you who times. want to do your homework. Some real good ones coming up. Yeah, because there is one afterwards 13. I was watching. So, yeah. Yeah, no, episode, episode 12. Have you watched that? 13. Brothers of Light. And, and that one. Classic Sunbow series episode. Oof. 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 Um, guys, I really <laughs> want to make. It. I really, really want to make um, No Place Like Springfield like a special thing, but not this early in the uh, year. But I, I do want to do, do a special episode about that. Oh, um, at least for me. It's special for me. Um, Phantom Brigade. Oh. Fan oh, yes, Phantom Brigade. Okay, that's because we Phantom haven't Brigade done that yet. That's... Whatever I said two minutes ago. That's like, who are you going to call? That one. That's yeah. the Phantom Brigade. Yeah. So if you yeah. want to watch ahead, you can watch that with us and then tell us how cool those episodes are. Episode 13 of Renegades and Phantom Brigade. And I would like to do another toy spotlight in the next episode. Whoa. So yes. Which one? Our next Ooh. episode will not be a live show. It yes. will be a pre-record. So it'll be just the three yeah. of us waxing lyrical mm -hmm. about a toy. Mm -hmm. I have already selected the toy. We each have this sculpt. Ooh. But each of us possess a different version of this sculpt. Duke. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I bet it's Duke. I, I, it's probably not Duke. Guys, no, ignore me. It's not Duke. Duke. So not that Duke. will be episode 3009. And 3010 will be episodes 13 of the Renegades, uh, whatever, animated cartoon series. Cartoon and Phantom Brigade of the original cartoon from Sanbo. Most excellent. There you go. Your homework. Party on. No, 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 you've got Check two weeks. That's one, that's one, oh, minute, one, one minute a day. And let's, let's try and sneak Duke in, Paul, if you have a chance to read it. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to. Yeah, I'm going to make go. a plan to do that. Yeah. Paul is going to do it. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for our technically the first episode of 2024, although actually it is the second. Um, 308. Join us for another episode next week. Yeah. Have fun. And <laughs> Berg. Live long and prosper. Shout Cody. out to the Patreon crew. Oh, yeah. The Book Force. Mm -hmm. No, man. Why is my new graphic not up? I'm sure I put a new graphic up. Anyway, it'll be up on the next one. I apologize. 
We got some. We're very organized. Uh, it's 2024. That's no, we totally are. This is just like computers. So organized that uh, streamyard that ate it. Scheduled an hour earlier. Podcast was scheduled an hour earlier than usual. Thank you, boys, for your patience in in. Oh, absolutely. Jumping on. I was. I was. I was like. I had. I was so busy. I must confess. I actually was. I'm sorry. I well, Paul. My apologies. Then go squarely to you. But I set up this session after I was. Out of my Most mind. Pissed. <laughs> You're so ready. Forgiven, like, my oh, bro. Gave Rob the because I never think to check the time. Thing. I'm always like, it's going to be the... And then when I was like opening okay, up okay, my the, machine, the, going onto YouTube, is, we, I saw the like the little thing the starting at, at... Yeah, and I know that. I know that. And I see, see it starting at nine. And I was like, zoinks! You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's how the sausage is made, guys. This guy is so out of sorts. Like, I don't know where I'm coming and going. And my multi-time zone brain at this point is very easily addled. People are loving all of this. This is the content they tune in This, is, this the is the content they crave. G.I. Joe Joe. Joe. Check out Tunnel Red's nuts. Mm-hmm.